Have you ever sat down and thought that you were supposed to start a podcast? Have you ever wondered how you're going to do that and how that will work? Anchor.fm is the link where this podcast is recorded. It is so helpful, so easy to do. Now, come on, people. If I can do it, y'all can do it. I'm telling you what. So (laughs) go to anchor.fm, start your podcast, and follow what God is calling you to do. Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually with podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff. You can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com or the Access More app. Hey guys, welcome to season seven of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. Seven seasons. Wow. Just so grateful every day for what God continues to do through this podcast by bringing amazing guests who are willing to share their stories for each and every one of you who continually show up once to twice a week to listen to these episodes and for sharing them with your people, and most of all to God for just opening doors that I never thought would be opened. I'm grateful each and every day, and so excited for you to hear the story of the person on the episode today. So, let's do this. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. I am excited today to introduce you to a new friend. This is Tanya Christensen. And so Tanya, thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. It's a, I feel blessed just and honored to be asked to be with you. Oh, definitely. Can you tell them more about yourself? So I am, let's say I'm an actor and have been for many, many years. I live in Florida, in uh, South Florida, in Sarasota, Florida with my husband and my two children. I have a daughter that is at Florida State and I have a son that's just now entering high school. So they do keep me very busy. Um <laughs> And then when I'm not acting and I do all genres, whether it's film, television, commercials, infomercials, but I also am a guest host at HSN, which is the Home Shopping Network in St. Pete, Florida. Um, and so that that also keeps me really busy as well. <laughs> yeah, it definitely sounds like you are busy. And I thank you again for taking time out of your busy day to hang out. And uh, let's course. talk about your story. I have very, very blessed to be raised in a, a Christian household mm-hmm. um, by a, a beautiful mother and a father. I have two brothers and we grew up in the mountains of Virginia mm-hmm. and my really my Sundays and my Wednesdays, wonderful Wednesdays all revolved around mm-hmm. you know us going to church and just spending a lot of, a lot of time there and with like-minded people and other great families as well. Um, and, and that's, I really consider that a blessing Mm -hmm. to be able to grow up in my faith and to be raised by such wonderful parents that taught me that way. And then as I, as I grew, you know, you can't just rely on that as well. Um, We have to grow and accept Jesus for ourselves. And, and that's Mm -hmm. where I guess my, my love deepened and my faith deepened just as I, I grew older and got out of my, um, 
I guess a little bit of a selfish stage, you know, when we're in college and we're wrapped up in friends and learning and, and just getting projects. And sometimes we lose sight a little bit, mm-hmm. but I had my roots and I was able to come back around, especially when I had my children, um, they put such a belief back in your heart. And then of course I married a man that is very instilled in his faith and his roots as well. And we have a beautiful church community community here in, in Sarasota, Florida. And I do try to pick my projects. I am an actor, so I do secular and faith-based projects, but I really love a good, a good project that can be for the entire family that will leave everyone with either a smile or a a warmth in their heart. Mm -hmm. You know, those are, my favorite, favorite things to do. But again, I'm, I'm an actor and I, I, I have to pay my bills. So a lot of times, you know, I'll do a, I'll do a a commercial here or there or a job here or there. doesn't mean I don't like that, but that is my favorite genre. I just love a, I would love to be like a a faith-based television show. I think it would be so great to bring those back, like the little Mm -hmm. house on the play or, um, you know, whatever the shows were back in the, the nineties, um, And the eighties, they just those wholesome feel good projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Throughout your time as an actor, has there been times where you've struggled with um, different fears, different um, insecurities, any of those things? Always. And yes. Um, <laughs> and I don't think it's just being an actor. It's just being a human, you know, there's, mm-hmm. So many times I, I, I always fall back on Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you. That's my favorite verse because I'm always, I'm just human. And a lot of times I'll question myself or doubt myself. Am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the right thing with my children? You know, I have to disappear to, to work on a project for a month. Is that the right thing? Mm-hmm. Um, have I chosen the right path? You know, sometimes I can get on, this has just been a calling in my heart since you know, I've wanted to act since I was a little girl when people say, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I'm, mm-hmm. it was always an actress, an actress and, mm-hmm. and I'm doing it. But sometimes I'll, you know, I'll be on social media and I see friends that I graduated with and they're all talking about their successes in their field and retirement and this and that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, sometimes I feel like I haven't even gotten started. Have I chosen <laughs> the right path, you know? And I think a lot of us do that. And we have to step mm-hmm. back and say, you know, yes, you're following your heart and you're following the plan that God put inside you because it truly is a calling. And Mm -hmm. I I feel blessed to have one. I I think everyone has one, but sometimes we have to recognize what it is. It's hard. Mm -hmm. You've got to get out, get get through all the muddle and through all the muck and the mess. And then you can see those signs and just, you have to really just close your eyes and listen. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I, yes, I'm doing the right thing. And I need to just fall back on that. And, but yeah, I have insecurities and I do try to, um, and I also think I just had a birthday yesterday and oh, I happy think, birthday. Well, thank you so much. Um, but every, every year it's so true with the things we used to care about. It's just, it's silly. Mm-hmm. I let the nonsense go away. So I, I think even with this birthday, I'm like, I can, you know, yeah, I'm, I certain th- I, I understand the things that matter and the things that don't mm-hmm. a, a lot more clearly now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I've, I've said that and I know my friends have like, once we hit 40, it was just kind of like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. It yeah. truly is true. Like mm-hmm. people say it, but it's, it's, it's true. Mm-hmm. And every year beyond, cause I'm way yeah. past 40 and every year just gets even freer. If that's mm-hmm. a, more free. Yes, 
<laughs> either way it, it works because it works yeah I mean I didn't even start on new courses until I was 40 so I mean you just wow. never know <laughs> you never know there's a path there's a path and that you don't have to just stay on that one path there's a there's a a little bend and turn and fork in every road and it's our you know it's fun to explore and, and mm -hmm. try new things I mean if, I don't know if you've always wanted to paint pick up a paintbrush you know yeah. do it uh whatever it is sing a song write a book whatever <laughs> yeah yeah that's actually the road I'm on right now so oh, I love that yeah it's a brand new path <laughs> yes, and that's a good that's good it could be a little scary but I think uh -huh. uh, it'll make you stronger I really do yeah yeah, yeah. definitely will anything new we pick up um as so long true. as it's as long as it's within God's Positive. realm it's gonna yes. it's gonna be a little scary but you know you know that you know yes that's true that is true <laughs> So how long have you been an actress? You said you wanted to do it your whole life, but when did you first start? Let's see. Um, well, it goes back to little, little girl stuff. When I lived in the mountains of Virginia, I always did church plays, school plays and things like that. And mm -hmm. then, and I, I moved to Tennessee and I tried out for, um, you know, the drama department and the, they asked me to sing a song and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I stood up and I said, is this the choir room? I thought I was for drama and they said it's musical theater and I was like oh my gosh I don't sing I have nothing prepared I can't sing so I sang mm -hmm. twinkle twinkle little star I didn't get it mm -hmm. I didn't get in the drama club I was like <laughs> I could be a tree I could be a weeping willow and move I <laughs> it no so then that kind of put everything on the back burner even in high school I took some drama classes for a credit but I just kind of let it go then when I finally uh, graduated college I was looking for a job and you looked back in the day in the newspaper and there was a tiny little ad and it said on um, air talent wanted and a phone mm -hmm. number. And I was like, hey, this could be good or bad. And if it's bad, I'm just going to hang up the phone because it was before caller ID, <laughs> uh, you know, no harm, no foul. And it was for a shopping host. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of, and that's not acting. It's totally different. It's really on, on camera sales, but it got my foot in the door got me comfortable in front of a camera and I did that for three years and then it just kind of took off from there mm -hmm. um I got an agent and then it just took off and I did take a good chunk of time off a good 10, 10 years off when I had my kids they were just um and they always will be my priority but when they're little little mm -hmm. my choice was to be with them mm -hmm. um because this is I wouldn't say it's a selfish industry, but in a way you have to leave and you have to take off and you have to study. And, mm -hmm. um, probably why, when you look at Hollywood, a lot of people don't have children or families. I mean, it's really, it's hard. It's difficult. And it's a little selfish. And so mm -hmm. I wanted to give all my time to my family. And then once they started becoming more independent is when I slowly, slowly got back into the acting world and now that my son's in high school, and my daughter's in college, I'm able to do a lot more and travel more. My husband um, worked from home up until recently. So he really helped a lot and still does carpool. Mm -hmm. It's just easier. So it's, it's always been something that I've done, but professionally since out of college. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. What was your first acting gig? Oh, <laughs> I know. I, I remember I got my SAG um, membership through a pharmaceutical industrial uh -huh. and an industrial isn't a commercial. It's like, um, kind of a teaching video. Okay. And it happened to be union. And, uh, then I get this little paper that says you can join the union. I was like, Whoa, I mean, that really 
that was a lot. That was very cool for me. Yeah. Um, my, I guess my first job would have been the shopping network after that. Um, it probably would have been early twenties, a small bit in a movie. It wasn't memorable enough to me even to tell you what it was. <laughs> My first television role was on Devious Maids. Do you remember that campy little? Yeah. It was, oh my gosh, what is her name? I see her face right now. I'm just drawing a blank, but it was a fun little show on CBS. And mm -hmm. Mark Finn Cannon, who is, oh my gosh, he's like one of my favorite people. He's a huge casting director in the Southeast. Uh -huh. he, put on, he put me on that, or got me the audition and cast me in that movie. So that was my very first television role. Okay. And then my first like movie movie in the theaters was the hate you give and that was based off of a number one seller in the youth kind of about racial tension and things it was um mm -hmm. angie thomas uh wrote that book and that was a really uh really strong movie as well mm -hmm. kind of made, yeah yeah devious mates that was eva longoria is that that's right? it Thank okay. You. I was like, oh my gosh, why? I can see your beautiful face right now. Yes, people <laughs> for you. Um, I got a small little part in that, but it was a. T it was just fun. I had never been on a set before. Mm -hmm. um, it was fascinating, just fascinating. You, you walk in, and everything I had done prior, um, when I do commercials, they're always on a little set or yeah. not. Sometimes I guess, and then movies are on a set, but they're on location. So this was actually a built in set. Like it was like a soap opera set and mm -hmm. every little corner of this almost like airplane hanger. One was a bedroom. One room was a closet. You know, <laughs> one was a hotel room. I was just a, a lobby. It was just a very unique and fun experience that I'll never forget that. That would be a lot of fun. It was, it was. <laughs> So let's talk about your latest movie, The Mulligan. So um, how did that get presented to you and what made you decide to go headfirst into the role? I was actually sent that movie through my agent. Um, let me think. Okay. It was the beginning of 2020. Mm -hmm. So I, I had an audition for that and I never, I didn't know a lot about it. Um, I think I did know it was a faith-based movie. So that mm -hmm. excited me. I didn't know who was going to be in it. And then all I received were the sides, which are your audition lines, the pages mm -hmm. that you'll get little snippets of a scene. So I auditioned and I sent it off and then I got a call back and I drove to Atlanta and I met with Mark Van Cannon again, mm -hmm. the casting director extraordinaire in the Southeast, <laughs> Michael Bible, who was the director and Rick Eldridge who produced the mulligan and I I had a call back and it went very well I loved meeting with all of them men, but you never really know and I drove mm -hmm. home and I thought well I, when you get a call back you know you're kind of you're in the running they want yeah. to see what you do live and then I found out a, a maybe a week or two later I got the part I was still hadn't read the script but I was very excited because I heard that Pat Boone had been attached to the movie and he's just such a man and such a legend in a positive mm -hmm. light. Mm -hmm. Eric Close was attached. And I, kn I know all about Eric and the fact that he was on Nashville and without a trace. And he's just a, a wonderful, strong Christian man. And he's just a, a force as well, just such a, a true talent to work with and a, mm -hmm. very much a professional. So that really excited me. But then they said, we're going to you know film March 2020 for a month. And I was like, and then we all know what happened in March mm -hmm. 2020. 
Right. And then it got moved to April and then April was October and then October was November. And I thought it's not, it's not going to happen. A lot of times things like this, they either lose their leads because they're busy or they lose their funding or things mm -hmm. fizzle, but we, we all got together and we COVID tested and prayed over it. I'm sure all of us did. And then we were able to shoot um, in the spring of 2021. Mm -hmm. And we shot for a month in the mountains of um, Tacoa, Georgia, which is about an hour and a half outside of Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And I lived at the Curry Club and I shared a home with Eric Close, Charmin Lee, and Pat Boone. <laughs> and um, so that was a really great bonding experience because it, if you haven't watched the movie yet, or if you have watched the movie, you can see I'm a, I'm a strong supporting role, but it really does center around um, Paul McAllister played by Eric Close in the old pro by Pat Boone. So the days that I wasn't on there, um, I really was able to explore the town and then just get to know my co-stars a little bit better. Mm -hmm. the, the young man that plays my son, uh, Andrew, the, the, my son, his character's name is Jake. We would go kayaking one day and then I would uh, hike with Charmin Lee one day and then I would go out to eat with Pat Boone one night. So it was a really beautiful family experience and we all got to come together mm -hmm. um, and just not only for a job, but truly to become true friends as well. Mm -hmm. Have you stayed in contact with them afterwards? Absolutely. hundred <laughs> percent. Um, I, Charmin just texted me the other day. I talked with Andrew not so long ago. Eric uh, just did a, like an Ironman triathlon or something. So we kind of texted over that. Um, and then Pat Boone, he, he wished me a happy Mother's Day, which is so sweet. He said, I consider you one of my daughters now. Aww. You know, he's, he's so sweet. And then I was out in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago and reached out to him. And we just, he just got back from Turkey. He was doing this, um, beautiful tour uh through turkey and and so we just kind of chatted briefly about that hopefully mm -hmm. i'll get to see him again soon i saw him at the premiere of the mulligan we were at the masters masters week in savannah georgia doing that augusta georgia excuse me doing that so that was great wow so yeah. you know you were talking about how it's at the masters so you know masters golf so yeah. what's kind of the whole background behind the movie well, the the term the the title of the movie is called The Mulligan, and I I'm not a golfer. My husband is, and I didn't know I didn't know what that meant. Mm -mm. I, I really I didn't. Did you? I I, I no, don't know. Do you I had no idea I, before I the movie. Oh, right. And if you don't, you don't. Right. So I asked. I I inquired. I was like, The Mulligan, and my husband goes, Oh, that's a golf term. Is this a golf movie? And I said, Actually, it centers around golf. It's not a golf movie, but the it's set in golf, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it means a do-over or a second chance. And so it's a beautiful play on words um, mm -hmm. in the game in the game of golf, not in the PGA in the profession. But if you need if you need a second chance, you can ask your playing partners, "Can I have a mulligan?" And that mm -hmm. just means you drop the ball again and you take it. And then in this movie, a do-over is a second chance at any wrongdoings you you feel that you may have done. Mm -hmm. um, Anywhere in your, in your life, you want a second chance. And that's what it's all about because, you know, Jesus gives us those second chances. We have to ask for them and we have to right. believe in all of our heart. And, and you don't just get one. It's not like you rub that, that little wishing well, or it's not a penny in a wishing well, or you rub the little, you know, lantern for a wish. It's a true 
do-over in life and it's forgiveness. And this movie is sprinkled with all sorts of do-overs. And I think that every single character will resonate beautifully with someone in the audience. Every audience member will be able to choose their character, whether it's my character, Rebecca McAllister, who's she she's such a wonderful woman and she's just having difficulty in her marriage because it's very become very much estranged because her husband Paul puts so much emphasis on just six what he perceives as success which is just money mm-hmm. and power and how does he look to everyone else how is he perceived and this goes back to that social media how how are, how are we perceived by others and sometimes mm-hmm. we lose sight of what's really important which is our faith in our family mm-hmm. and it really wrapped up I think in a beautiful bow at the end mm-hmm. um I just think it's just such a, such a pretty movie and and that's what it's all about. So is golfy? Yeah, yeah. It's set on a golf course, and Tom Lehman's in it. If you guys love golf, and Jim Nance, and it's just it's fun. And really, the Curry Club where we filmed it is, I think that club is also a character in the movie because mm-hmm. if you if you just sit back and and look at the scenery, we have such great drone shots that just oh. And Pat Boone, um, the old pro, says this is God's cathedral. And they pull back in this drone shot and it just mm-hmm. shows the beautiful what he has created. Nothing but green and mountains and beauty. And so so watch it a couple times. Watch it just to watch it, and then watch it for all the I, I love the dialogue that the old pro has. I think it's just written so eloquently and beautifully. And then just watch it just for the scenery. I think you'll see something different every single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. watched it last night and it was such a beautiful movie, such a beautiful story. And you're right, the golf course really does take on a life of its own. It was Doesn't gorgeous. It? Yes. It's just a it's just beautiful. It it is relaxing and peaceful. And that's where I got to live for a, a month. So I wow. feel like that's my second home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a golf fan at all, but the whole premise of the movie was, you know, I just had a real strong appreciation. And I had never heard the mulligan term. <laughs> no, I was I like, I, we have a restaurant around us called Mulligan's Pub. That's the only thing I know of anything with mulligan around. So oh, I had no idea, but it was such a great movie. And it was very much depiction of, like you said, Jesus's relationship with us and the fact that we can have these do-overs and that God's like, hey, you messed up. It's okay. But I, I sent him, I sent my son for that. That, that's exactly right. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's exactly right. That is what, and th- that is the lesson there. I mean, we, we have to be reminded of that. I mean, you're right. He, he sent his son for us to, you know, live eternally and, and, and have those second chances. And I love that you said, um, you're not a golf person at all. I, I noticed that at all. <laughs> Negative. Um, but it's not a it's not a golf movie. So if you're like, oh, you know, sometimes it's a football movie or a golf movie, and it's not your thing. It's not your thing. But I don't want that to deter anyone. Correct. I think it just adds the beauty of it because I do not play golf. My husband does, and when he says, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play, I'm like, go have fun, enjoy your day. I, um, yeah, have a great time. But I please don't ask. I'll drive the cart. Yeah, I think that um, I'll do putt putt with my kids, but that's the extent of it. But I, I just. <laughs> So if you're like us, um, I think you'll still just 
I, to me, it only added to the movie. And I like the little bit of history that they threw yes, in there too. I did too. Yeah. I thought it helped me so understand cool. that part. Those parts. It did. And it's done so cleverly. Mm -hmm. and, and I love the fact that the movie is not, uh, it, it allows us to reflect and to think without, I hate this term, but like preachy or something that I, I think it would be for someone that needs to hear this message without, I, I don't, I wouldn't want anyone to have their guard up. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Right. Sometimes there are people that they, they delicately need, delicately need to watch something to really, and I, when I, we had the premiere here in Florida, I had so many people come up to me that said, I haven't been to church and I don't know how long my wife made me come and this brought tears to my eyes. And then I realized I need to, I've got some things I need to settle. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got some, I've got some conversations that I have to have mm -hmm. on my knees in the privacy of my home with Jesus. And mm -hmm. I was like, Whoa, um, I, that really teared me up because it's just like, and, and Mark Van Cannon was saying it to the, the casting director. He said, if we just change, you know, can bring one person, just one, 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 just one back to Jesus through this movie, then our job is done. Right. So yeah, I I'm proud of it. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. And, um, it's out now in DVD, correct? Sure is. Um, it had a theatrical release in April. It was very short and it did so well that we extended it, got extended mm -hmm. for another week or two in certain areas. And now you can actually buy the actual DVD, which I have because I like a hard, I like to hold on to things. I like things that mm -hmm. are tangible. So you can get that. I It's at um, at Walmart or walmart.com or you can go to the mulliganmovie.com and they can give you different links to order it. If you're more of a techie streaming person, you can stream it. Mm -hmm. I think um, Prime, you can either rent it or buy it. I, if I'm not mistaken, HBO Max and Apple Plus may have it too, but I definitely know Walmart and Amazon have it. And again, the mulliganmovie.com has all mm -hmm. the little links. You just click on where you would prefer to watch it and you can watch it, rent it or buy it. I, I, I would say buy it because when you rent it, it's just one time. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I think it's the gift that keeps on giving. So you can buy it. You can also share it and you can play it at your church if you wanted to. That's what my mom's going to do. Oh, that's awesome. She a, yeah. She bought a copy for her church and they're, they have movie nights every other Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And so they're going to play it for the whole congregation. I think that's a great way to get it out too. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that your mom's doing that. That's so sweet. I know. Yes. <laughs> Before you could only watch it, um, churches would purchase and play for congregations and communities. Mm -hmm. And I went to a couple of those um, and kind of spoke and, and sat there and answered any questions about the movie. But now it's for, you have to give it a little bit of time to get out there, but now it's for everybody to, um, to purchase. Mm -hmm. I yeah. love that so much. Um, yeah. You guys, I'll put links to um, the main movie page so you guys can go check it out. Go read behind, read the backstories and all that kind of stuff. Because I know, like I say, that's why I do what I do, because I love to hear backstories. So I'm the one that stares at the DVD covers and hits all I the extra too. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I always Google the characters and the yes. people. Yeah, don't you? As yes. soon as I watch a documentary or anything based on true <laughs> facts, I'm always like... Yeah, so uh, I I like to know, and yeah, you can Google us away. I think it's just yeah, you can. We're out there. Eric's out there. Pat Boone, as you know, he's eighty. He just had his eighty ninth birthday. Wow. He's a legend. Um, there's a 
a lot more on him than on me and in a positive <laughs> way, you know, a, a lot more great information and things that he's done. Cause he, he, he works every day. Doesn't stop. That's what keeps him young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did an amazing job in this movie. I think we, oh. can, all, we can all find oh. somebody in our lives that resembles what his character did. Oh my gosh. Isn't that the truth? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that dialogue, I tell you, that's a lot. I mean, he, he, he's the star of the show and he's a one hit wonder. He studied at night and he nailed it. He's, mm-hmm. he's, I, I just love that man. I, I can't say enough, enough good things about him. <laughs> so um, what do you have coming up next? Well, uh, I do, I get this question a lot. And as, you know, as an actor, uh, there's always something, there's always like a little coal in the fire that's still a little, you know, a little warm. I, um, it's funny. I just auditioned for something in April mm-hmm. and I just shot it. I just oh, found awesome. out. Okay. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. I, I, it'll come out in the fall. I can't quite say what it is yet, but yeah. there's always, you never know. I've got auditions out there, so I don't really have anything that I can talk about. I just had a little lifetime movie pop out. And then I, I do go back to HSN starting in September. Mm-hmm. So for any of you that like to sit around and watch home shopping network, um, I'm back. I've got a winter boot that I sell a bear paw boot mm-hmm. and so September through January I'm there a lot okay. um so yeah if you're ever kind of going through the channels I have a lot of people tell me I heard your voice before I saw your face because it's <laughs> <laughs> so if you ever have the tv on um that's it you know uh-huh. I've always got something going on I also have a little movie coming out called the throwback I think that oh, will okay. be out yeah, we just shot that in the Tampa Bay area. There are little things that I forget that I've done. I was like, oh, wait a minute. That was a nice <laughs> But you can even go to IMDb and look up the throwback. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a fun movie. It's very family friendly. Okay. About a woman, she falls and she hits her head and she wakes up and she thinks she's in college. And then she kind of, it's kind of the same thing. She kind of lets her family go. And then at the very, well, you know, I don't want to tell you what happens, but she realizes the importance. I mean, mm-hmm. her family and it's not a faith-based movie, but it's a family movie and it's real okay. sweet and it's a cute little thing that I think it'll be out the summer of 2023. So the throwback, that's something that's coming up. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Um, again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spending time and hanging out with me. Um, just two last questions for you. Um, okay. Number one, you kind of talked about how Jeremiah 2911 is like your life verse. Are there yeah. any other verses that have kept you anchored? Um, uh, there are many that I go to. I have them all written down and by my calendar. John three sixteen, of course, is strong. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is is my daily. Um, and then I think depending on what you know what I'm going through in the day, I just I pray on it, pray over it, and pray through it. I I, mm-hmm. I do whether it's going to a, a particular verse or just really just opening up my heart and um, j- just praying with my own words and just asking you know for to be carried or help or guidance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what gets me through the day, and I do that every morning. There's a, a great book. It's called. Um, uh, Gosh, what is wrong with my brain today? The Prayer Circle. Okay. The Circle Maker by Mark Battenson, the pastor. Mm-hmm. The Circle, right? That's the book. It's got a whole series of them. Yeah. And I sit out every day and I I just, I love that book because it just talks about putting, you know, putting circles around those prayers and don't ever give up because if you, if you pray on it, 
your prayers will be answered. Mm-hmm. And maybe not in the way that you thought, but they, they will be. And whether it takes the, a day or 20 years, continue to put those circles uh, around your prayers and they will be answered. And I just, I love that book so much. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll put a link to that as well in the show notes. It's a good book. Mm-hmm. I gave it to my mom as a gift. I think I, I just, she keeps it in the car with her. She doesn't drive. Mm-hmm. I don't like to drive anymore. So whenever she and her husband are kind of on, on the road, she just takes out the circle. I the circle maker. I think, I believe that's what it's called. And she just kind of highlights her favorite. It's a beautiful book. Mm-hmm. It just kind of the power of prayer. Oh yeah, definitely. So do you have any last minute encouragement for my listeners? I, I would say just be you remember just going back to the mulligan that don't, you know, let's not beat ourselves up. We're all human and we all get second chances. You just have to ask you and truly Again, it's not a wishing well, but you just have to pray on it and ask for forgiveness. And then next time, let's let's make different choices mm-hmm. and let's not beat ourselves up. And let's remember that, you know, like you said, you know, God sent his son to take on that burden and he died on the cross for us. And, and tomorrow is a new day. And I think we all need to just look in the mirror and give our, don't be so hard on ourselves. We all deserve a mulligan. We all deserve a second chance Mm -hmm. and we all deserve it. We truly do. And life is beautiful and go out there and live it. Just be the best you, you can be. Thank you so much, Tanya. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you. So I'm grateful that you asked me to be here. Absolutely. And hey, you guys, um, go watch the movie and I will talk to you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. I pray that you are leaving not only inspired and encouraged, but also challenged through the story of the person who was on. If you enjoyed today's podcast, head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Leave a five-star review and rating so that other people can find this podcast. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. And let's continue to share true freedom that God brings. I love each and every one of you. God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.